Folks, let me give you some friendly advice. Do not be the creative who spends thousands and thousands of your hard-earned dollars on equipment each year without spending one penny on your marketing. If there's ever been a time to rise above the noise and do something just a little bit different to impress your leads and wow your clients, I would say now's that time. And my favorite way to do that is by leveraging print promotion using the photography that I am the most proud of. So our amazing friends at Bay Photo Lab have almost every product that you can think of, from magazines to photo books to promo cards that you can leave behind. And listen, if you just want something to dazzle your office or living space at home with, well, they have options for that too. You can get prints and wall displays from basically every style, from canvas to metal to acrylic. And the best part is you can get 25% off your first time order just by going to bayphoto.com, signing up today. They ship everywhere in the world, folks, and all their products look incredible. So do yourself a favor, start leaving an impact, whether it's for your personal memories at home or for your professional marketing at work. Bay Photo Lab, designed by photographers for photographers. You are listening to Entrepreneurs, a podcast that inspires photographers and visual artists who live their best creative lives. My name is Michael Durr. I am your host and a full-time photographer here to give you some tools so you can build your life in creative self-employment. Beyond that, I get to sit down with an amazing community of creative professionals to talk about process, business, and the lessons that have helped them grow. So let's get to it. Entrepreneur Season 2, kicking off next. Hey, what is up, entrepreneurs? Welcome to the show. My name is Michael Durr. I am your humble host here to provide you some tools to improve your life in self-employment. Now, today we are on episode 62 of season two of the show, which is just amazing. And uh, today we're going to be fielding another fantastic question from our audience. Guys, I love it when I get these in, by the way. It totally saves me from thinking of any type of new subject to uh, to talk about. So please keep them coming. It makes me feel part of this community uh, that I love so dearly. So I very much appreciate this because content creation is not always sunshine and rainbows. So uh, if you do have a question, by the way, if, if you do have a query about your freelancing or photography business, just send it in to speakpipe.com slash entrepreneurs, and either myself or a guest that I bring on will answer it in due time. Now, you can also go straight to the website, which is entrepreneursbot.com, and you can leave a voicemail there as well. So you have two very easy options. But uh, please consider it if you are a fan of the show and you want a question answered. So without further ado, we are going to get to the question of the day coming from Benedict out of Salt Lake City about leasing equipment versus buying equipment. Hey, Michael, this is Benedict, a photographer from Salt Lake City, Utah. I'm currently editing with my 2014 MacBook Pro, which I purchased brand new. With an eight-year run, that Apple spinning wheel is showing itself more as well as the fans constantly on. I had a conversation with a buddy of mine in regards to technology and apps progressing at a fast pace. So why not lease versus owning a computer that will be outdated? With leasing, you're renting the outdated computer and turning it back in for an updated one in two to three years. With purchasing, you'll either have to run it into the ground or go through the process of selling it later to upgrade. Love to hear your thoughts. Keep up the great work. All right. First of all, Benedict, thank you so much for tuning into the show. Thank you for your support. Uh, we really appreciate those kind words. And what a great question that is to kick off today's episode. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I've never thought about this a whole lot until you sent in that voicemail. So thank you for that. I'm very grateful. Uh, it reminds me that there are, in fact, freelancers, at least I hope there are freelancers out there who are thinking very seriously about their purchases, not just for right now, but maybe three, four, or five years down the road in terms of their long-term financial impact. So I hope this gets everybody thinking critically about their business, their art, uh, about questioning their normal standards as well. So let's dive right into this. The question comes down to leasing versus buying outright. 
And whether you're a professional creative or not, I think you're going to run into these situations all the time. So for any of you young folks out there getting your first start in the working world, the uh, questions that you will inevitably ask yourself down the road might be, should I own? Should I rent? Do I want stability? Do I want mobility? Ultimately, what makes the most financial sense for my needs? And you do this with your homes, you do this with your apartments, you do this with vehicles, and yes, you can do this with your gear. And so I guess I'll start off by telling you guys something that you already glaringly know, which is equipment is expensive. And maybe that's a relative term based on your standards for income and expenses. Uh, I tend to look at things from a profit and loss perspective. So I really don't care if I gross $100,000 or $200,000 a year. If my profit is only, let's say, $20,000 a year, and then half of that I'm withdrawing for my owner's comp, and then half of that I put towards, let's say, a nice vacation, that might only leave me with $5,000 to reinvest back into my business. So I wanted to give you that perspective because all of a sudden that quote-unquote affordable $2,000 camera body may not look so attractive. Now, we're going to go into profit on another episode, but the point is gear is expensive. We all get it. And beyond that, it's really just a matter of time after you invest into your new gear that the newer version, the newer model will come out to replace it anyways. So to me, it's not just about the cost up front, but the replacement costs as well. Now, when the time does come and you want to upgrade your gear, or maybe even more aptly, when you have to upgrade your gear, as in the case of a broken camera, or in this specific case, a dying computer, what are our options? Well, we can obviously pay for it up front, but as I mentioned before, that can be very costly. In fact, you don't even have to be a startup creative to feel that burden. Many small businesses alone cannot afford lump sum payments on one high-cost piece of equipment. So if you can't afford an upfront investment, what about renting? Well, renting is sort of out of the question because this isn't just for one assignment. It's for your whole business. You use a computer every single day. So renting would pile up costs even higher. Well, damn. Okay, Mike, if I can't afford to purchase and if I can't afford to rent, what's next? What about financing? So that's a good question. I'm not against financing in general, but I do think there are some inherent risks there. There are often built-in fees and interest rates into these forms of loans. And at the end of the day, you will be paying the product off in full. Now, I see a lot of benefits in owning equipment. I own most of my stuff as well. But maybe when it's all said and done, you'd rather move on to the next upgrade instead of keeping it. So this is where leasing comes into play. Leasing is sort of like renting in that the main benefit is to get immediate access to something that you need at a price you can afford. So instead of a lump sum expense, what you're doing is you're stretching the payments out over time. Now, at the end of the term, you typically have options to either move on from any leasing terms going forward, or you can renew the lease, or you can return the product and upgrade to, let's say, a newer model, or you can buy the product outright, factoring in how much you've already put into it. Now, the terms on each agreement may be very different. It's very much dependent on the lessor or lessor, however you pronounce it. And so with that, it's hard to give you a blanket advice on what is sensible for you. But admittedly, there are a lot of benefits to leasing equipment if we were just to avoid and strip away the contract terms. So if we take that away for a second, here's some of the key benefits. Number one, it's going to give you immediate access to equipment that you need when you're cash strapped. So if you're just getting started or you aren't yet running a profit or you just haven't built up a good cash reserve yet, this is going to allow you to get the equipment needed to do the job. Number two, you don't have to worry about your gear becoming obsolete. So to me, one of the big disadvantages in owning expensive gear is that sometimes technology can feel like it's outpacing the utility of the equipment. So what I mean by that is like if you spent $12,000 on DSLRs in 2022, it probably doesn't make a whole lot of sense if in two years you move on to mirrorless pro bodies anyways. So with relatively short-term leases, your money doesn't have to be tied up into outdated equipment, and you can scale your business with relevant tech. Benefit number three is that you can write your leases off. Now, I'm no CPA, so I'm just pulling this information from my accounting software at FreshBooks. They state that leasing is an operational expense, and in most cases, 100% tax deductible under the 179 IRS tax code. 
With leasing, you can usually deduct the full lease payment up front. And benefit number four, and this is actually probably my favorite one of them all, is that it just allows for easier budgeting. So if you've ever budgeted before, you know how painstaking that can be on irregular income and irregular expenses. So instead of having a one-time major expense, having predictable monthly expenses makes budgeting so much easier and so much more organized. Okay, so with all that being said, if I only told you the pros on something, then obviously you'll think there's no downside, which is simply inaccurate. So there are pros and cons to every decision, this being no different. So what are the cons of leasing? The first con is total price. Okay, so it is very common for leases to be more expensive in the long run. So what you might be gaining in monthly cash flow, you might be equally paying for in the aggregate. And even if they promote it with 0% interest rates, they might still be building it into their monthly payments anyways. My second con is that you still have to pay for maintenance and repairs out of pocket. Now, some agreements might swap out damaged for new, but only under the conditions of whether it falls under their warranty. Otherwise, you're paying for it the same way the rest of us are, only you're paying upkeep on something that you don't actually own. Which brings me number three, you don't own the gear. So when you don't own the gear, you have less options. For one, you have no equity in the gear to sell down the road. Number two, you're at the mercy of what is available by the lesser. And three, and this is where you really want to consult a licensed CPA, not myself, uh, you might not be able to write off 100% of your first year's depreciation the way that you would if you bought it outright. All right, so with all that being said, I honestly don't know if I'm any closer to answering your question because truth be told, I think these situations are very dependent on a number of factors. The terms of the contract, right, are going to be highly impactful. The situation that you're in, like what are your finances looking like? What can you afford? And then maybe three, or what are your preferences on updated tech? Like how often do you need to exchange these things in and out? So I would say if you need computers ASAP, but you can't afford to have your cash tied up into one big purchase and you're going to replace it in three years anyways, then I would say absolutely go for the lease. As long as you have, let's say, decent credit, and the terms aren't gouging you with hidden fees and absurd interest. Uh, you know, do the math, you know, find out what the interest rates are, find out what your monthly payments will be, how long that's going to take. Uh, and if the cost is relatively close from, let's say, buying versus leasing and buying, uh, I'm game for you freeing up your cash flow a little bit and getting all the tools that you need. Now, if you're not in a rush to upgrade, and you've got a little solid cash reserve, and you're looking to use it for, let's say, five plus years, I might suggest simply setting aside what those monthly lease payments would be until I had enough money to buy it outright. And I would likely buy it refurbished or used. That's just kind of my personal preference because, you know, I like to get as much out of something as I can. I don't like to have something lose 20% of its value the second I take it home. That's why I buy used cars. That's why I hope my 2009 station wagon lasts until 2050. It's why I'm not going to buy a new phone every two years. Uh, That's just my style. But understandably, uh, computers do accelerate fast. They lose power fast. Your job demands might increase. You know, you might need to start editing video 70% of the time in a year from now. And being tied up with gear that can't meet your demands, can't meet your standards, uh, puts you in tough shape. So if you have to go ahead and lease and get the equipment, I'm all for it. Uh, My only one point of emphasis is to just continue to manage your money wisely if you decide to lease. Because I think the mistake that you could make is to view the potential freedom in your cash flow as sort of this open invitation to use your saved money to further scale your business and other areas or splurge on personal wants, right? Like if you're bypassing paying $2,500 up front and you're paying $50 monthly installments instead, don't see that as an invitation to just invest $2,000 into NFTs or other camera gear. You still need to account for those monthly installments. And I get that it's more digestible to see $70 a month instead of $2,500 up front. But just keep in mind, you have three years of payments to account for. So don't blow your money. 
And that's actually my concern with 0% financing as well. If I'm allowed to kind of go down a, uh, a quick little sidebar here, it's not the math that scares me on 0% financing. Okay, that math actually adds up. It's the human element that I just simply don't trust. You know, that is too much time for people to be trusted with that level of financial discipline and awareness. And I'm not saying I don't trust you specifically or you listening to this show, but statistically speaking, there is a reason why companies provide all of these 0% interest for 12-month promos. The majority of people fail to pay everything back in full, not because the math is too hard for us to wrap our brains around, but because if you give people enough time, they will spend their money on other needs, wants, or emergencies. You know, these companies are betting on the majority having some issue come up during that time. And when you fail to pay off your balance, they hit you with some insane interest rates. So that's the last thing I'll say about that. If you take advantage of the lease, just be disciplined in your payments and setting your monthly installments aside. So thank you so much for reaching out, Benedict. That was such a fantastic question. Um, I don't know if I answered it at all. I hope I gave you a little bit of insight. Hopefully, I gave you a just a friendly voice to uh, to throw something back and forth with. Uh, and I'd love to hear what everyone else's experiences are on this issue. Have you leased equipment before? Are you looking into doing it? Reach out to us on Instagram at EntrepreneursPod and share your thoughts with us. That is my time for today, folks. I want to thank you all for tuning into the show, for supporting the content. We are rolling on in season two. Thanks again for tuning in, everybody, and I will see you next week. What's up, entrepreneurs? Thank you for tuning in and making it all the way to the end of the episode. If you enjoyed the content you just listened to, hit subscribe and tune in again next week. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Entrepreneurs Pod for updates, promos, and giveaway contests that we run throughout the year. And if you haven't already, be sure to check out our really cool website, EntrepreneursPod.com. It's a great resource for you to download informational PDFs and booklets, access discount codes from our amazing affiliates, and read what our audience is up to on our community blog. For now, I just want to say thank you for tuning in, supporting the show, and being a part of this journey. This is Michael Durr signing off for now, Entrepreneurs Season 2. Let's go. This episode of Entrepreneurs was brought to you by Bay Photo Lab. First-time orders receive 25% off on any professional photo printing product or service. Yes, I said 25%. Just go to bayphoto.com to browse the amazing selection of gifts, prints, and displays. That's bayphoto.com once again. Thank you all for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.